So I don't know if everyone's heard something that the Live Original team is so excited about right now. We started last year the LO Box. And you may be thinking, what in the world is in an LO Box? Well, the LO Box is just the Live Original Bible Study Box. And it has everything that you need to equip you to lead a Bible study right where you're at in your own home. We have everything from the actual Bible study itself that I wrote on Bold Confidence to recipes for what to cook for your girls. We also have fun activities and so many more things that partners have sent in. And so if you are interested at all in being a leader, go to liveoriginal.com and look into the LO box. And get yours today so you can join me for the live chats happening February 2019 and we'll do it together. Super excited about doing a study with y'all. Hey fam, welcome back to the Whoa That's Good podcast. I am so excited about today because this girl has inspired me in so many different um, aspects of life. And so I'm really excited to get to know her more and get to know her best piece of advice. But for those of you who haven't already seen in the title of this podcast, it is Amy Purdy here with us today. Hello, Amy. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Sadie. I'm so excited. Yes, we are excited. I know a lot of people are too. So here it is, the famous question that is seems to be so daunting, but really you can throw anything <laughs> out. What is the best piece of advice that, that you've ever been given? Oh my gosh, we're starting right from the beginning. Okay, oh yeah, we're jumping so, in. <laughs> best piece of advice. Um, you know, I think it's just to follow your heart and to be 100% mm-hmm. you. Yeah, And when I look back on my life and I look at the different things that I've done um, and like kind of the different accomplishments and, and the things that um, I consider to be, I guess, successes in my life, it's all come down to me like fully following my heart mm-hmm. and not trying to be anybody else and certainly not hiding who I really am yeah. by being me and like sharing all of me and that even means all the vulnerabilities all the failures all the mistakes like everything that I've gone through that has led me to be the best version of myself Mm. that I can be that's so so good (laughs) that's like so good because people always ask like are you ever afraid like something's going to come out about you or whatever? And I'm like, well, if you're actually just being you and you're being authentic to who you are, then you don't have to fear because you're not hiding. And like, that's Exactly. exactly what you're saying. And that's beautiful. And I'm sure that's brought a lot of peace over the last few years of just being in the public eye and stuff like that. I'm sure. Yeah. And for me, so for, um, you know, those of the viewers who don't know my story, but I have two prosthetic legs. I lost my legs when I was 19 to something called um, meningococcal meningitis, which was this blood infection that came out of nowhere. And I almost died um, within 24 hours of just feeling like I had the flu. I was in the hospital Mm. on life support. I was given less than a 2% chance of living. Um, My heart stopped multiple times. I was in a coma for weeks. Um, I fought for my life. And I ended up leaving the hospital 19 years old, 83 pounds, in a Mm. wheelchair, no legs, no kidneys, lost my spleen, lost the hearing in my left ear. My whole life had changed. So, of course, there was all types of fear Mm -hmm. with, you know, not just from me, but even my family of like, what's my life going to be like? And what am I going to be able to go on to do? And would I ever get married again? And, you know, would people treat me different? And how would I fit into the world? Mm -hmm. And 
it was just this process for me of realizing that it's not about fitting into the world. It's about standing out. And the way that you stand out is just by being you, completely Mm -hmm. you. And and for me, it was showing my legs and sharing Mm -hmm. who I am and saying this is me and and every time I was able to do that and become even more confident with who I was and what made me unique and kind of my unique contribution to the world, then more opportunities came from that. So that's what led to doing the speaking that I do. And that's what's led to doing Dance with the Stars and, mm. you know, all these different amazing campaigns and projects. I mean, it all came from fully like embracing who I am and what makes me different and what I have to contribute to the world. Wow, that is absolutely beautiful. Thank you for like going right in and sharing your story. And also, I think that's something that everybody can everybody can learn from that to embrace like who they actually are and their own story and where they are in life. And you see how the world takes to that because I don't know, we we live in this world where it seems like everybody's trying to conform to the same image, but in the conforming to the same image, it's like, well, who's, like you said, standing out and standing up for the right things. And so thank you, like, seriously, from somebody who's 21 to just say thank you for how you've stood out and how you've made an impact and being honest and being vulnerable and showing your legs and not being ashamed of the things (laughs) that have happened. Spring is a great time to start something new, right? So whether it's cleaning or a new hobby or a new audiobook, a good story is always a great way to start a new journey and Audible has all that you need. I come from a family of great storytellers, so I know Audible is the home of storytelling, which is where I want to be. Audible lets you enjoy all your favorite audio entertainment together in one app. There's always something new to discover or you can rediscover some of your old favorites. Audible has an incredible selection of audiobooks from every genre like bestsellers, new releases, memoirs, mysteries, and thrillers, business, and more. It is the destination for mind-blowing entertainment with selections of mystery and thrillers that will keep your heart racing. And with next listen recommendations, there's always something irresistible at your fingertips. Plus, members get full access to a huge and growing selection of included audiobooks and audible originals and even podcasts like, well, that's good. So you can download them or stream them anytime, anywhere. Audible members can also pick one title each month to keep from the entire catalog, which is some serious benefits, y'all. The newly included selection of titles makes your Audible membership even more valuable and gives you the chance to discover your next favorite thing. With thousands of titles available, you're definitely going to find something that you love all in one convenient app. So I know some of you are into, you know, thrillers, crime, mystery. And I got to be honest, that's not really been my thing. So I told Bella, okay, Bella, tell me what I could like listen to that wouldn't scare me, but I would like be into it. And she told me about this title called The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. And so I started it and John Luke loved it too. And so I'm just now on the cusp of it. And y'all, let me tell you, it is very entertaining. You do want to listen to see what happened next. So if y'all are into that, Audible is a great place to find those too. New members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash Woe or just text Woe to 500 500. That's audible, A U D I B L E dot com slash Woe or text Woe to 500 500 to try Audible for free for 30 days.
Y'all, I love summertime. It is my favorite season and I'm so excited to jump back in. We are approaching the best time of the year. But no matter what your summer looks like, KiwiCo invites kids and kids at heart to enjoy their first summer adventure series. Kids can receive six hands-on science and art project kits over six weeks, no matter what their age is, with enriching activities that accompany each project. KiwiCo has something for everyone with different topics for each age from space to dinosaurs and so much more. I am so excited about the summer series. We actually are getting this little driver that I know Haven is going to love because it's a little steering wheel and she loves anything active and also a little like neighborhood fun one where they have a water paint thing, which is so good because it's not going to make a mess and Honey is so into painting right now. And painting with a three-year-old, yeah, that's just hard. So I'm excited for the no mess. KiwiCo offers kids a chance to get outside and explore screen-free with projects like the Bottle Rocket Kit from the Summer Adventure Series. They can turn the outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. Every Summer Adventure Series with KiwiCo is a personalized experience that includes real engineering, science, and art projects. And you'll be impressed with how high quality all the materials are. Everything we've gotten from KiwiCo has been absolutely amazing and such high quality. I know sometimes it can be hard to find creative, engaging ways to keep your kids away from the screens and just having fun, but KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can focus on spending fun and quality time tackling projects together. The KiwiCo Summer Adventure Series is personalized to your family and can be received all at once or weekly for six weeks depending on your schedule. If you like it all at once, that's great, or space it out a little bit. Build the best summer ever with KiwiCo. Get 20% off your summer adventure series at kiwico.com slash Sadie Rob summer. That's 20% off your summer adventure at kiwico, K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash Sadie Rob summer. But owning it, like that is beautiful and it's truly a gift to our world. It really is. I know a lot of other girls are really inspired by you and all of the things that you do, but I also love how you make it a message for everybody that everybody can relate to and that everybody can step into no matter what their story looks like, no matter what their, where their journey's taken them. But, um, that's really beautiful. And I want to ask you like up to the point where you were 19, what, what did you kind of have as like maybe a plan for your life? Were you kind of thinking you were going to go one direction and then it kind of shifted? So, you know, it's interesting. So, um, okay. So I grew up in Las Vegas, and that's where I was born and raised. And I actually grew up skiing because wow. there's uh, there's ski resorts <laughs> around Vegas, which mm-hmm. people don't usually realize. But I was never very good at skiing, but I fell in love with snowboarding when I was 15. Mm. And um, at that time in my life, too, like I didn't know where I fit in, really, because my sister, who is two years older than me, she was just absolutely drop dead gorgeous, long blonde hair. Um, she was like that homecoming queen, student body president, head of the cheer squad, mm-hmm. dated the head of the football team. Like she was kind of this, you know, somebody yeah. that everybody kind of looked at like, oh, this girl's so perfect. And so mm-hmm. I had to follow that up. Like all mm-hmm. of a sudden I was in high school and I was trying to figure out where I fit. And mm-hmm. I tried out for cheerleading and I totally failed. And I tried out for the dance team and I totally failed. And I tried out for other sports teams. And once again, I didn't make it. I totally mm-hmm. failed. And um, and it wasn't until I went snowboarding with my friends. I, I actually, I followed once again, my heart, which uh-huh. was, I loved 
art um, and I loved painting. So I filled up all of my elective classes with painting and art. And through that, I met a group of skateboarders and snowboarders who took me snowboarding for the first time. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely fell in love with it. So I knew that snowboarding from that point forward, snowboarding would be a part of my life one way or another Mm -hmm. forever. Um, I just loved I loved being outside with my friends. I loved being in nature. I loved that with snowboarding, there weren't any rules. Like you could just go out and create a trick and Mm -hmm. practice it until you do it. And so it's this very kind of independent type of sport that Mm -hmm. you feel really confident about because you just are kind of creating, you're turning it into whatever you want. And um, and so I knew that snowboarding would be a part of my life forever. And so I had this vision for myself that, I didn't know what I wanted to do yet for college. Um, I didn't even, so I didn't want to go to college right after school because I didn't really even know what direction I wanted to Mm -hmm. go into. But I also knew that I didn't want to just, you know, get a job in Las Vegas either and kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, I, I, I knew that I wanted to travel, see the world, snowboard. And so I decided Mm -hmm. to become a massage therapist. Yes. Back the day after I graduated high school, That's awesome. I moved to Salt Lake City, Utah, where they, yeah, where they had this amazing massage school, and I became a massage therapist, and I ended up moving back to Las Vegas um, because I got hired at this world class spa, and I was mm. the youngest massage therapist hired there. They hired sixty massage therapists. I was only nineteen years old. Oh, Everybody wow. else was like forty years old plus. So wow. I was so honored to be hired at the spa. And, my plan was that I was going to save money and then travel the world, snowboard, and um, and just be able to live life for a bit while I kind of figured out what my next step was. And what's interesting is, so I ended up um, I ended up be- working at the spa, and then that's when I got hit with this meningitis, and mm. my life changed forever. But What's interesting to me is I'm doing exactly today. I'm doing exactly what I wanted to do then, just in a completely different way than I ever imagined. So, like, I wanted to travel the world. I wanted to snowboard. I wanted to somehow help other people. And now I travel the world and I'm a motivational (laughs) speaker. (laughs) I'm a professional snowboarder, but I'm a Paralympic snowboarder now. So, I'm doing exactly what I wanted to do, but in a completely different way. And in a way, how to take this crazy detour to even get here in the first place. Wow, that is so cool. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, whenever you said that just a minute ago, it stuck out to me because I was like, wait, that's everything you're doing. And then you went to the massage. I was like, wait, what? I was like, oh, wow, we got there. That is so cool. Well, and I think too, like, well, my mom told me this quote once, which really rings true to me. So if I can say it right, it's, Put your, um, okay, so put your goals in concrete, but place your plans in sand. Wow. So that's that's when I look back, I think that's exactly what I did. My goals were to help other people and travel the world and snowboard, but my plans had to completely change because my life took this detour. Mm -hmm. And so um, you have to be flexible to life because you don't know what direction it's going to take you. But if you know what your passions are, um, and you know what your purpose is, then then that remains true and you'll always find your way. Wow, that's so good. Thanks for sharing that. 
Um, it's funny. There's this Bible verse, and you know, faith is a huge um, driving point for my life. And it says, "God takes all things, the good and the bad, and He works them together for good." And my friend and I were talking about this verse the other day, and we were like, "It's crazy because you hear that verse when you're young, and it's one that you just like to be like, He takes all things, the good and the bad, yeah. works them for good." And then He's like, "When you yeah. grow up, you start to look back on your life, and you're like, Wow, yeah. man, that was not what I was expecting. And there were so many turns, and there were so many hard things, but look how." good it turned out to be and that's just really inspiring Uh, so I also wanted to talk to you about dancing with the stars because that's something we share in common (laughs) which is so awesome so you were Derek's partner right yes yeah oh my gosh how was your experience yeah um oh my gosh amazing I mean you know and so surreal right like you just don't even know what to expect like you go on expecting to learn how to salsa and it ends up being so much deeper than that so much deeper being this like like crazy challenging Mm -hmm. overwhelming journey where you feel so out of place and you know failure is so real and you're facing it every single day and then you have to dig so deep to get through every week. It teaches you so much, doesn't so much. it? Like, oh, yeah. you not only have to dig deep to like believe in yourself and get through each dance, but you have to also learn to like get over your mistakes quickly mm-hmm. and move forward because yep. the next day is a new dance and a new style and whatever you you know failed at today you start fresh tomorrow you can't even yep. think about it. It's like <laughs> you have to learn how to yeah like reframe your thinking every week that's so true yeah it, so it was so amazing and for me um really i was really scared to do it i i almost didn't do it i really <laughs> I, I agreed to do it <laughs> but um but then i questioned right away like what the heck did i just agree to because <laughs> yeah. i've got two prosthetic legs i don't know if anyone's ever done this before with two yeah. prosthetics where you're dancing eight hours a day, seven days a week for three months straight if you make it to the end, you know? I don't know if that's even possible. And I didn't know if my legs would move the way I needed them to move. I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I had no idea what to expect. I had zero dance experience. And like I said a few minutes ago, I actually tried out for my high school dance team mm-hmm. and failed. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, and that's when I had legs. So yeah. now, like what, what was going to happen with two oh prosthetic legs? And I thought, you know, the world's watching and am I going to make a fool out of myself? And what if I can't do this? And I, I put so much pressure on myself because I, I I knew people would be watching me to look at like what is possible, right? Like yeah. what is possible with a disability? What's possible with two prosthetic legs? And um, there was just so much focus on mm-hmm. my legs too. Like before... Wow. Before I even did the show, um, but once it announced that I was on the show, there was already like just so much online banter and conversation about like, Mm. can she do it? And is she going to get sympathy votes? And people will just vote her through because she has a disability. And there was just this whole whole thing happening that I was like, first of all, I was competing in the Paralympic Games. Um, Mm. It overlapped for me. So I found out I was going to. Yeah. So like, you know, most of the dancers get like a couple weeks to prepare for their first dance. I prepared in three half days. I learned my dance in three half days. My gosh. In Russia while I was competing in the Paralympic Games. And so I would snowboard for four hours each morning 
And then I would take two gondolas down and a taxi cab over to the next town and meet Derek. And we would dance for four hours each night. (laughs) That is insane. (laughs) It was insane. And so I was like, first of all, learning how to compartmentalize. Like, okay, like... Like when I was dancing with him, I was only thinking about dancing. But then the next morning I'd wake up and I'd compete and I'd only have to think about snowboarding. I'd like, I had to put this whole dancing with the stars thing yeah, in the back of my mind and just compete. And then once again, <laughs> dance with him at night and then compete. And then he left. And um, 72 hours after my Paralympic race where I won bronze, I was live on CBS in LA. Oh on my gosh. <laughs> so <laughs> that is it was crazy. crazy. And so all those things were such big fears though, right? Like now looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so amazing. And what an incredible journey. And I did it. But of course, at the time, yeah. I was like, is this possible? And am I going to make a fool out of myself? And I don't even know this dance. And I'm going live in five minutes. And oh my gosh. like, <laughs> there was so much fear involved. But um, it really forced me to just, you know, have fun. Like, first of all, I'm here to have fun and just yeah. enjoy the ride and enjoy every second because you don't know long, how long you're going to be here and um, do the best I can with what I have. And I was just so grateful to make it all the way to the end. You know, we came in second place and it ended up being one of the most like amazing journeys of my life. Wow, that is absolutely amazing. I'm sitting here like literally jaw wide open because <laughs> I'm thinking about me at Disney Stars and I had nothing near the pressure you had or what was going on. And like, that is a true inspiration. And I want to point out something that you said, I think is so cool is that you were afraid to do it, but you did it and you had yeah. so much fun and it was like the best experience. And like, I feel like some people like fear is the reason why they don't do so many things and if you can just do it even if you're going into it afraid like the fun will kick in like you're gonna have fun you're gonna learn a lot all the things that seem so impossible you're all of a sudden you did it (laughs) and you're like wow yeah and that is amazing you know and you're right like fear i I realize i'm actually writing a new speech today all about fear Mm -hmm. and um it's like i realized that you know, there's kind of two different types of people. There's people who say if you succeed or if you fail. And the difference is, is what do you do in the face of fear? Like Mm. what action do you take? Are you stepping up or are you stepping down? And the thing is fear, like you have to be willing to fail at whatever it is you're doing, even what you do, you know, speaking in front of stadiums of people and what I do speaking in front of people as well. And even, you know, snowboarding in the Paralympic Mm -hmm. Games and it's like you have to be willing to fail because that's the only way you can grow like you actually have to fail to grow and that's the only way you can learn and Mm -hmm. so and the only way you build confidence is by the experience of doing all of this so Mm. it's like some people step down and avoid everything that scares them and then you know, and then that determines kind of what direction their life will go. And then yeah. there's some people who use that fear as fuel wow. and to move forward, you know, That's and so good for me, my, my fears have been huge, like more than just, you know, a dancing with the stars TV show. Like what mm-hmm. is my life going to be like with two prosthetic legs? Like right. what I have, I've had all types of, you know, really like worst case scenarios happen. Like at one point, 
you know, here I lost my legs and it was so big and so real and I had to wrap my head around that idea. And then all of a sudden I was faced with um, potentially having a kidney um, Mm. transplant at the age of 21, which totally scared me because I thought I just lost my legs. Like that's huge enough. And now I have to wrap my head around the fact that I'm having a kidney transplant as well. And um, what's the rest of my life going to be like on medication? And am I going to be in and out of the hospital? Mm -hmm. And, you know, what does that look like? And um, but but by just kind of sucking it up and like Mm -hmm. attacking it straight on and like, you know what, I'm going to figure it out. Like just having that faith that I'm going to figure this out. I'm not alone. There's a reason I'm here and I'm going to use every single thing I have to be able to give back in a positive way. Mm. It's, it's allowed me to go on a path where I've gone on to do things that I never could have imagined. Wow. (laughs) Incredible. Girl, you're absolutely amazing. And I feel like I can't wait to re-listen to this and write down notes and like actually apply this to my life because there's so many things that you said that I'm like, wow, man, if this, if we could just take heart in this, not just our generation, but literally every age should just take heart, man, it would be a huge acceleration for where we'd all go in life. And so thank you for sharing. And also, I just want to say it's, it's just so beautiful that you share with us that you know, there was like so much attention on, on your legs and stuff. And what's just so crazy is just knowing you for the brief short time I've known you and just in the little windows and pockets we get here and there. It's like that is like the last thing I really noticed because your heart. Oh, my gosh, it shines so bright. Your uh-huh. words are so inspirational. You carry like a radiance. And so thank you again for being on the podcast and sharing your story and your heart. And just thank you for being who you are. You're truly uh-huh. amazing. Well, thank you so much for having me, Sadie. This is awesome. I'm so proud of you as well. Oh, thanks, Carol. <laughs> All right, y'all. You know what time it is. Time to call mama. So we're going to call mama with our best piece of advice and our worst piece of advice. Let's see what she has to say. Hey, girl. Heyo. Are you ready for a world that's good, world that's bad test? (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) Okay, I gotta say, I'm like dying at these, and I really don't know if you're gonna say what is good or what is bad on any of these. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, are you ready? All right, lay it on me. Grandpa once said, act your age, not your underwear size. (laughs) What? What does that even mean? I don't even know. Like small? Okay, wait. Underwear size. Small, medium, or large? I don't even know what that means. I don't either. I do not. Um, For some reason, it was under. Whoa, that's good. Okay, I feel like that's good advice, but even though I don't really know what it means, but you you should perhaps, well, but I don't know that it's always good to act your age. Yeah, I mean, Especially when you get old. Yeah. Young. But what if you're large? You should act large. Yeah. Act large. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dying. Okay, okay. Next piece of advice. Okay. Uh, I think we're gonna have agree to disagree on this one. Eat the five dollar sushi. Hmm, no, that's bad. I would say yes. What? People it's just a stereotype. You think it's bad until you try it. Mm-hmm. Remember that sushi place we went to with Tupapa, though? That was bad. 
Okay. Cheap sushi. We, we did mm-hmm. have crickets in our Chinese food one time. Although, um, like, Brookshire's, our grocery store, has really good sushi. See? I'm telling you. It's the so, grocery stores. You yeah. You'd be surprised. I think you can, you really never know. It's not about the price on sushi. That's it's true. It's the place. Oh, so wow. That, that, that was that a preaching moment. It's not about <laughs> the price. It's about the place. Somebody give me 18 seconds of praise. <laughs> uh, okay, last one. Blowing out someone's candle will not make yours shine brighter. Oh, that is good advice. That's actually that is really good. Totally true. Really good. T-Pop always says it like this, all ships rise. So it's like when you're helping someone else to rise, you rise as well. T-Pop so it's though. not about... He's good. He is good. We... We, I like to say, like, we live in a place of plenty. God's, there's plenty. God, God is a, a God of abundance and mm-hmm. plenty. And so, um, but us pulling someone else down does not help to bring us up. Yeah. So, that That's is good advice. So good. So good. These are three awesome good pieces and bad pieces of advice. Thank you for sending them in on our Whoa That's Good Instagram page. It's actually Whoa That's Good podcast. So, if anybody out there has any good advice or terrible advice go make sure you put it in the comments and it will be featured in mom and i's phone call also for reference two papa is my mom's dad <laughs> and two mama <laughs> is my mom's mom two mama and two papa well thanks mom for answering our well that's good well that's bad advice i love it anytime <laughs> bye bye Okay, have any of you guys tried FabFitFun? If you haven't already, it is awesome. It's a seasonal box with full-size beauty, fitness, and lifestyle products. The winter box is epic. It has products like a knit throw from Mark and Graham, an exfoliating scrub from Kate Somerville, a ceramic bowl set from Pure One, and that is just the beginning. Don't miss out because the sale goes fast. Go check out www.fabfitfun.com and use the code WOA10, that's W-H-O-A-10, so you can save 40% off your first box, making it only $29.99, which is crazy because it's a 200 value box. Again, that's fabfitfun.com and use the code WOA10. You deserve to treat yourself. Thanks so much for listening to the Whoa That's Good podcast. We got a lot of good nuggets today. Don't forget to follow me on all the social media platforms I'm on. Instagram, I'm at Legit Sadie Rob. Twitter, Sadie Rob. And follow our Live Original Instagram. Also, I'm Sadie Robertson on Facebook. Head over to LiveOriginal.com and subscribe to this podcast. And while you're there, you can see the tour dates that I'm coming to a city near you. Don't forget, please leave comments in the iTunes section and leave reviews. This podcast is produced by Steve Strout and Peter Hartzell. So a huge shout out to them and a thank you to my LO team. You guys are the best. We love y'all and we appreciate you listening. I'll see y'all soon. Oh, 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 oh